Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. In this episode, we will discuss flight cancellations and big women dating broke men. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. But before we go in, let's take a moment to invest in the brand. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. Airlines across the country cancel thousands of flights amid summer travel. While many people across the country, across the United States, prepare for summer travel, flights are being canceled by the thousands. According to CBS News, airlines canceled numerous flights on Friday, just as they did Thursday due to severe weather. On Friday, airlines had scrubbed more than 1,000 flights after canceling more than 1,700 on Thursday, the site reports. Airports with the most cancellations include Charlotte, LaGuardia, Newark, Reagan, um, an airport outside of Washington, D.C. Yeah, I knew where that was. Um, Damn, these are all major East Coast airports. So something's going on. Well, there was a there was a severe stun, thunderstorm, but it wasn't. I mean, it did last some days, but eh, to be canceling so many flights, like wow. Um, Curtis Blessing, spokesman for American Airlines, says cancellations were mostly weather related. CBS News travel editor Peter Greenberg said uh, the real problem wasn't just flights were were canceled. The real problem was connecting flights because. If the first flight was delayed, that's where people had real problems. They missed their connecting flights. There were no other options. They were stranded. That is true. That is true. Like, like that's why I'm thinking a thousand flights is not a lot of flights. When you, when you look, when you, if you understand how flights are set up, it's not really a lot of flights. A thousand flights is more like a hundred flights, really. Um, because you got to think that's, you, you shut down an airport for a day, you know what I'm saying? So that's each and every time slots, slight be, each and every time slots flight being canceled. And then the connecting flights to those, to those initial flights being canceled also. So that can easily rack up to a thousand, but it's really just one whole trip. So like you can't really think of a flight as a flight. You got to think of it as a trip. So a trip may have however many connecting flights. So it, another headline would be hundreds of trips were canceled. Not, but to be more specific and more dramatic, you say thousands of flights. Anyway, anyway, Pete uh, Buttigieg, transportation secretary, held a virtual press conference with the CEOs of each airline to ensure that this doesn't happen on July 4th. Yes, keep the money flowing, keep the money flowing. They also discussed a better way to communicate with passengers who have canceled flights. Most recently, over 2,500 trips were canceled across airlines in the U.S. during Memorial Day weekend. And again, bad weather was to blame in addition to a pilot shortage. Hmm. In total, over 2.2 million have checked in with TSA in June, which is a 13% decline compared to the year before. Interesting. Extreme panic. Three reasons. Three reasons why Bitcoin is plunging. Uh, Bitcoin investors are really suffering right now. Yes, they are. It went from uh, sixty thousand last summer to below twenty thousand this summer. Like this is ridiculous. Um, big, uh, the cryptocurrency plunged over the weekend and now sits around twenty three point six thousand uh, per coin down more than 60% from its high of 68,000 in November. Exactly. Bitcoin's price hasn't been this low since December of 2020. Uh, The emergence of crypto markets has been one of the most rapid wealth creation events in human history. With the total market capitalization rising by 27, uh, 2,761%. 
between mid-June 2017 and the start of November 2021. Uh, quote, wealth destruction is proving almost as rapid um, as rapid on the downside. Uh, uh, unquote. Bitcoin's price has fallen about 16% in the last 24 hours and 25% in the over the last seven days, according to CoinMarketCap. It's not alone. Either the second largest cryptocurrency app. Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. After uh, Bitcoin by market value is down 18% over the last 24 hours, and cryptos like, well, it's about Ethereum, yeah. Uh, and cryptos like Cardano, Solana, and Dogecoin have plummeted as well. Uh, the Fed and economy. So this is one. These are this is one of the reasons why uh, the crypto market is falling. Um, throughout the pandemic, financial markets were uh, buoyed uh, by stimulus money from the government and near zero interest rates that made it easy for businesses and consumers to borrow and spend. There was a lot of money sloshing around and making its way into risk assets like stocks and crypto, not to mention collectibles like Pokemon and baseball cards. Um, but now that's far from that's that's over. The federal government is no longer providing the same fiscal support and the Federal Reserve has been raising interest rates to fight high inflation. The market now perceives this to be the Fed draining liquidity from the system, having a much tight, tighter monetary policy and slowing the economy. Wah, 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 wah. Okay, so second reason the uh, the market is falling, leverage and force, forced selling. It's not just that investors are scared of riskier assets, assets right now, they may actually be forced to sell Bitcoin. Crypt, crypto tends to have a lot of cross-correlation risk because most exchanges will allow you to collateralize margin positions in crypto with other crypto. So that's just another word for leveraging. Um, <clears throat> you put you put an even amount of money in one asset as opposed to another. So if one falls, the other one can carry it. Um, margin trading in crypto is essentially when traders who want to take a bigger position in a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin access, like Bitcoin, access uh, leverage from exchanges to do so. Traders who engage in, in, in this kind of margin trading run the risk of their investors being automatically liquidated. Okay, these are way too big words for the average layperson. So, <clears throat> forced selling, or in other words, forced liquidity. Um, they're they're draining they're draining their their crypto accounts because they're uh, trying to balance out their portfolios. Pretty much, this is was is another reason, and obviously for the market to be plummeting like this, there has to be a whole there has to be millions and millions of dollars that they're moving. You know what I'm saying? Um, so they're just moving money from one asset to another. They're taking money out of crypto and putting it in another asset so that they can. Um, so that they can uh, uh, compete and leverage the downfall of the market. Um, erosion of confidence in cryptos. While the Fed's moves and forced selling are major reasons for Bitcoin sell-off, some recent events could be accelerated. Could could be accelerating the price the price drop. In May, a crypto called Luna collapsed, as did Terra. At its associated stablecoin, quote unquote, the name for cryptocurrency for a cryptocurrency with a with value tied to another asset like the U.S. dollar. Billions of dollars were wiped out, and fear struck the the crypto community. I don't think I need to read the rest of that. That kind of says enough. So the three reasons that the uh, that Bitcoin is plunging is because of uh, the Fed. The Fed and hiking interest rates to uh, combat inflation. Um, you got people getting out of the out of crypto um, to get into other assets, so that's forced liquidity. And then you have um, um, then you have the uh, you know then you have the the 
the crypto crypt, the fear of the market, the market fear, where people are just um, seeing other coins fall out and they're saying, hell no, we want out. You know what I mean? So, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad times in the financial market right now. It's bad, bad times. All right, boys and girls, you know what time it is. That's right. It's time for the Internet to Internet. Get your popcorn ready. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. If you'd like to watch the Internet Internet, click the link in the description. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. Because that's what she has to do to keep a man, to, to maintain to a man. Make, to make up for it. Yeah. So the man, again, I want to just sacrifice, step up, be by yourself for some time, get your money right. It's I'll just go get a big girl, she'll help me. It's easy. All right. I feel like I still need to clarify this within myself and amongst other people. Like, if you haven't seen it, go back and watch the what i want in a woman part one video watch that video and then i made a little joke about it but in the it was like a semi-random video with the thick versus fat how like if if your thighs is rubbing together and then you thick but if your knees is rubbing together then you fat but i'm this this video right here i'm gonna really like break it down on how i feel about fat women and my attraction to them. Now, like, I go for looks first, right? I, you know, and I normally go for looks first, but I do value personality over looks. And a lot of the, you know what I'm saying, the majority of the fat women I come across have real nice personalities. But then another, but out of those fat women, majority of them have real fucked up self-esteem and I don't blame them I really don't blame them I mean we live in a world that's not designed for fat people and rightfully so because I believe that God did not design the human body to be fat I mean if he would if he did then he would have gave us bigger bones I mean cows and elephants weigh tons and their bones are like three four five times the size of ours so it's only natural. Um, and and the thing is, I the, some of the you know some of the fat women I come across, I like their personalities. Their personalities have, are just so beautiful. They're like you know just blossoming flowers. Um, but like for me to be, to date them and be in a relationship, it's a no go for the simple fact that. I can't help it. I, I mean, like I said, in the one I want in a woman, I want my woman to look better than me, and so I can't help but to be self-conscious 
you know what I'm saying, walking down the street. You know what I'm saying? I can't help it. And then, at the same time, at the, at the, at the same time, I can't really necessarily deal with the poor eating habits and the poor, the unhealthy lifestyle. You know, just all together, the unhealthy lifestyle. I can't, I can't put up with it because, like I said, like I said in the other video, if I'm in the gym, you in the gym. You know what I'm saying? Now, here's where my dilemma comes. I like big asses and big titties. Period. I like big asses and big titties. So, of course, a fat woman, not the typical, because somewhere, uh, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I mean? Most of them got big asses and big titties. So, I like that shit, and, you know, and I'm capable of getting off on it. But, it lasts only but so long when, you know, when I see the unhealthy lifestyle take place, uh, when I see it unravel and unfold, and then it's like, well, damn, that's why she, that's why she fat in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's why I look for that happy medium when I say I want somebody that's thick. But more so, I look for the personality and the healthy lifestyle. It's, I value. I like that you can have. A skinny woman and a fat woman, and I'll appreciate, like, let's say skinny woman don't go to the gym, but the fat woman do, and she been going to the gym forever, and the skinny girl been skinny all her life. I'll appreciate the fat girl just because she going to the gym. Like, it impresses me. It impresses me. Like, this one girl, like, she's normally, like, thick, but she put on a lot of weight recently, and simply because she she's like stopped going to the gym and it's like damn and when I met her when I hollered at her I met her in the gym you see what I'm saying like I don't I don't even think I would have really spoke to her no I probably would have <laughs> but you know but like had I seen the way she looked now I probably would have never hollered at her you know what I'm saying and that's just real that's just that's just real talk you know what I'm saying it's like it's like you can only you can appreciate somebody for who they are but at the end of the day you want something to look at and you want to know that that person cares about themselves enough to do something about their you know about their situation you know what I'm saying it's like it's like it, it baffles me it like really it really bothers me you know that you could get up every day that a, a, a fat person, just any fat person, guy or girl, that a fat person could get up every day and look at themselves in the mirror and not, or and not feel like, and that not trouble them, they not feel like they have to do something about it, or you know what I'm saying? Or you know, how could you look in the mirror and be comfortable with what you see? You know what I'm saying? I'm not a skinny guy. And if I showed y'all my fifth grade picture, y'all be like, huh? You know what I'm saying? And so, and, and oh, childhood obesity, this, uh, that's another video. But, but yeah, you know, it's, it's just, it's just too much. It's, it's too much to deal with. And if I'm gonna love you, I'd rather love you for you than what I want you to be. So I'm better off just Dead, but it's true, but if you don't like it, you can change being fat. It's not a, it, it, it's not something that you're stuck with. It's not a, a terminal disability, you know, it's just a matter of an unhealthy lifestyle that needs to be completely revolutionized and transformed, and it is possible. And, you know, I just want to Alrighty, so this young young lady, this YouTuber named Six the Goddess, she um, she went on another podcast and she had a talk.
and they, they pulled a soundbite from her from that episode from that show and it just went viral and it had women it had um women so upset of all sorts of uh, outside of black women also that's the, that was the wild part um so like the truth must be the truth no matter who you are you know what i'm saying because she was get she was receiving uh violence violence threats and death threats behind the virality of this post you know what i mean it was it was it's wild it's wild um and then she went behind it and did a live talking about the virality of it and i i drew a lot of notes and talking points from it um if you follow my channel you should be subscribed you're supposed to be subscribed it's the law to subscribe to this channel um so be a good citizen all right um i did a live on my facebook um with a couple of other young ladies discussing this topic i i, I did a live with a couple of other young ladies discussing discussing this topic um, it's in the main course playlist. It's a dope, dope show. We had, we had, a, we had a blast on that show. Um, and I didn't think, I guess, you know, the, the energy of, of some of the other ladies, they kind of kept it afloat. Um, because I didn't think it would be as straight to the point, but also just lighthearted and very accepting as it was. It wasn't really a, I thought it was going to be like heavy and thick and like, Mist, we were gonna get misty-eyed and, and there was gonna be a lot of awkward silence. No, it wasn't a lot of that. It wasn't a lot of that. And I was very, very impressed with the ladies for, for holding up the energy of that show. Um, so yeah, you could go check it out where I discuss with, with some ladies um, about this topic that I'm gonna discuss now. Um, but when I did that show the other night, um, I titled it, quote, I'm fat and broke niggas love me. <laughs> let's do this let's go let's go let's go let's go so the topic of fat women has plagued my into my social media career um like as you saw previously i posted the video um the original video my divorce with fat women and um and, and yeah yeah that was kind of, that i wouldn't say it was like a plague but I lost a lot of internet friends, female, I lost a lot of female internet friends from that video. When they caught, the, the minute they caught that video, it was just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I lost a lot of friends. Um, but the, the one thing I've learned, one thing I've had, the one thing that social media has taught me um, and that I've learned um, from, from dealing with women on social media, uh, when you're on your purpose, when you're on your mission, um, when you're when you're um, fulfilling your destiny, you don't dodge bullets. Bullets dodge you. You know what I'm saying? I think in that Matrix movie, if they really wanted to make a point, you wouldn't have to just stop the bullets. You would just <laughs> the bullets would just go around him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, that would have been a lot more poignant. But uh, but yeah, you know. You, you don't have to dodge bullets. Bullets dodge you. And so I don't really trip on the insecurities of people being projected on me. You know what I mean? Especially if I'm coming from a very humble and pure place or, or a humble and honest place. You know what I mean? With a little sprinkle of compassion, I can be compassionate. I'm capable of being compassionate. But when you're like, you have to... Honesty and compassion don't always aren't always commensurate. I'm kind of rambling at this point. I want to get into the, I haven't gotten into my talking points, but I really feel like I need to establish this for for some of the uh, um, female listeners because I understand how emotional you can be and how easily how easily triggered you can be. So if we have this, if we can get this understanding out the way, then things can be received a lot healthier. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, as I was saying, ha uh, um, honesty and compassion are not always, uh, cannot always be commensurate, meaning I can't always coddle your feelings and be as sweet and sound and get my point across the way I need to, to you. You know what I'm saying? That's so, sort of like the analogy I brought up some episodes ago 
where if someone you love and care about is in a burning building and you go into that burning building to try to save them, you're not going to tap them and whisper, hey, psst, we, I need, we need to get out of here. The building's on fire. No, 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 no. You're not going to do that. You're going to be hey, you're going to, you know what I'm saying, get on their behind, grab them, shake them, like get the hell up, let's go. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, we're trying to survive, you know? Um, so, so yeah, yeah, you know, N now that we got that out the way, let me, let me get into my talking points. And, and, and please, if you know me personally, I still love you. S sis, sweetie, honey, baby boo, I still love you. Please, call, my number has not changed. Call me, all right? Call me. Um, yeah, so these are some of the talking points that, um, that I got from her live about that clip. She did a live on her channel, Six the Goddess. She did a live on her channel about that clip. And so these are some of the talking points I wanted to go over. She mentions that big women um, are, big women offer help. They, they, sh they show themselves as not, they don't offer help, they carry, they carry the man. And not trying to put a pun on it, <laughs> but you know, a bigger, uh, you know, what I'm saying sometimes a bigger woman presents herself as being able to financially carry a man, you know what I'm saying? Um, show like it, it's her way of doing anything that she can to keep that man, you know what I mean? She's in a, in a way of her being desperate, you know. Um, Speaking of desperation, let me talk, let, <clears throat> being desperate, um, it's a highly, highly negatively connotated uh, phrase, you know what I'm saying, in, in the dating realm. Um, no one wants to be desperate. But if you're desperate, you're desperate. Let's, let's be real. Can we do that? Can we be real? Can we be real? All right, thank you. Cool. Let's be real. Um, yeah, being desperate is, is, a, is, a, um, is a reality for some people. Um, after I did that video that in the, in the seven minute clip you saw in the beginning of this segment, after I did that video, um, maybe a few years or so later, a woman, I had a chat with a woman over the phone or a, a social media follower over the phone. Um, and she kind of sat me down and gave me a heart to heart on what it's like, the psychology of being a morbidly obese woman. She had lost a ton of weight um, since then. She had she had sent me a picture of herself when she was 500 pounds. Um, you know what I'm saying? And I think I talked about it too. I talked about it years ago. Um, she sent me a picture of herself when she was 500 pounds and she explained to me that um, when you're that big, you're so accustomed to getting the wrong kind of attention. You know, people always, everywhere you go, you, you, you don't want to go outside because everywhere you go, people always ogle and ogle at you. And they're just like staring at you in disgust sometimes. And then um, people aren't as gentle with you because you're so big, they don't feel the need to be as gentle with you. And because you're so accustomed to, and this is what she explained to me, because you're so accustomed to such negative attention, um, and you never get that good attention. You never get that appreciation. Um, any attention is good attention. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, especially if it's sexual, even if it's sexual attention or you're, you're being fetishized or you're just getting some sort of attention and you're for, for change, you're the center of the conversation. You know what I'm saying? You're going to embrace it. You're going to draw to it. And, and appreciate it um and so 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 yeah so so i tie that into saying that you know um being desperate as negatively connotate connotated as that phrase may be in, in, the, in the dating realm it's a reality for some people so let's just be real about it um so yeah so she mentions how bigger women are more prone to offer help to a man, quote unquote help or financial help to a man and carry him. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then that goes into some of my other talking points later on. Hold on. Um, she mentioned how like 
according to nature and biology, uh, when you look at when a woman is um, wider or broader structured, um, she looks more self-sufficient. So a man is instinctively less likely to want to go out of his way for her. You know, um, I get that. I get that also. Um, however, I don't. I, now, I'll, I'll, I'll get to it later. I'll talk. I'll talk about it. Let me just get through these talking points. Um, she mentions how um, fat women are a target for broke dudes and ex-cons. Um, I think we've known that. I think people have known that all the while, but no, no one wants to say it. It's very embarrassing to say it. <laughs> but um, we see it. We see it all the time. You go to any low-income uh, area or neighborhood, and you look at some of these fat women, and you see the men that they're with, and you say to yourself, "Oh boy," you know. <clears throat> um, let me continue. Um, fat women settle for mediocre men. She mentions this also. Um, because so many mediocre men or low quality men are constantly approaching them, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, they want the attention They're they're desperate for the attention, you know? Um, so, so that's who they settle for. You know, that's who they're used to dating. So that's who they're going to settle for. Um, but then, but, and then, so now here's, here's the point on top of that um you got low quality mediocre and low quality men constantly constantly approaching you um you're desperate for attention so you think that because you have just men period approaching you and offering you dick that you know you must be attractive and it's reasonable to think that that's what makes you that you know men wanting sex from you is what is what's going to make you attractive um but everyone knows that <laughs> as one of the young ladies in the episode in the live show uh, put it, uh, it, it she floored me when she said this she said hey if you see something share something don't be afraid share this episode subscribe like and share thank you <laughs> men will fuck a donut if it's glazed <laughs> Oh, she killed me when she said that. <laughs> I'm still laughing about it. So, there is not a high market value on penis. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's given away freely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I'm pretty sure if most decently, uh, um, decently hygienically groomed women were to lay down in the middle of the street, the men would line up. When lay down butt naked in the middle of the street, the men would line up. You know what I mean? It's given away very freely and frequently. So, so yeah, yeah, I don't think, I don't, I, I, I you know, so I, I, yeah. So to consider yourself, oh, just because you have men lined up to have sex with you means you're, you must be attractive. Um, I don't think there's too many women out there who don't, whose DMs are that dry. If the, unless they're not putting themselves out there. You know what I'm saying? If you, like, you gotta pr pretty much not have a social media account to have a dry, uh, a, a empty DM. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure if your grandmama got a Facebook, somebody's in her DM. <laughs> if she puts up a profile picture of herself, you know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody's in her DM. Somebody in grandmama DM. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Um, to think that. Oh, just because they want, you know, it's reasonable to think that, but it's not logical to think that. Um, and then um, here is where on the, now this is where the coin flipped and where it got serious, where it wasn't so much just inflammatory statements and comments, but it was more so, all right, let's get to the core of this and let's get to the root of this. Um, she talks about how a lot of the times where, uh, fat women have a lack of motivation for going to the gym um, is because of past and childhood trauma. Um, 
Now, it doesn't make sense to me that it solely is, oh, I've been hurt as a child, so now I don't want to go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't always about going to the gym. You can work out at home. Me, personally, I don't like working out at home, but I know it's still possible. You know what I'm saying? And I know for I know most of the time, if I ain't been to the gym in a long time, I'm going to work out at home as much as I may not like it. So, yeah, there's really no excuse, you know? But I could understand how the way I reason with it is, okay, you have passed a childhood trauma, and so that makes you socially awkward. I think it's the social the social awkwardness of it all. You're socially awkward, and then the gym is a social setting. You know what I'm saying? People think, oh, well, how could it be social? You're not speaking to anyone. You're just there to work out. Well, you're in the proximity and in the uh, in the atmosphere of other social people. You know what I'm saying? And you're performing some sort of etiquette, some sort of space etiquette. And that's awkward for, for someone who's experienced trauma, uh, um, trauma at a very uh, delicate and developmental age. You know what I'm saying? That can be very off-putting and, and unsettling for a person. It can be very triggering for a person to be in an environment where there's eyes all around you. You know what I'm saying? Um, some people have a hard enough time going to work and not being triggered, let alone going to somewhere uh, where they don't have to be, like gym or the church. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you're... you're so now, so yeah, so I mean, I guess church is different because you're just sitting in a pew, but in a gym, you know, now not only are the, you're in a fishbowl, you're in a room full of eyes, but you're performing a physical activity now. You're you're exuding yourself and exerting yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, um, and so now you are you're you're, oh, I my phone. you're so in your head about who's who's in the, who's here and who's looking at you and. Um, who's too close, you know? And then now you're supposed to be performing these physical actions that, you know, take you out of your comfort zone and force you to sweat. And, you know, it's hard to look cute when you're sweating, <laughs> right? And so so there's so much mental... I think for a woman, there's so much mentalness going on in a woman's head where she just says, fuck it all together. And says, I'm, not, I'm just not going to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just... It, it's it's a stomach churn, you know. Every time she has to think about getting up and going to the gym, you know what I'm saying. Uh, looking in the mirror and putting on those tights, uh, um, and that sweatshirt, <laughs> and wrapping up your hair and putting the baseball cap over it. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 ah, it's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle for some women. And it, it took me being older and wiser to understand that. You know, it took me being older and wiser to understand that. But um, another thing I want to tie tie into it um, the motivation the lack of motivation for living a healthy lifestyle another another caveat to that is uh, those fat women using the unattractiveness as a defense mechanism to divert men's attention away from them um, this is a very a very this is the, like this is the ugly side of it you know we talked about the good the bad well we talked about the bad here's the ugly um no pun intended but like it it, it would like it would baffle the average lay person to think why would someone want to look unattractive like how does that like how does that even make sense right well if if you in, if you undergo a trauma where you were a targeted victim by a sexual predator, you know, and so now you're thinking to yourself, well, me just being, me just existing caused my trauma. I'm this trauma is my fault. You know what I'm saying? This person uh, saw me, he was aware of me, and he was attracted to me. You know what I'm saying? And, and this and that's what caused my trauma. And, don't want it to happen again so i need to divert that attention you know that i need to divert that kind of energy and prevent it and so and so this is this is why you may come across uh, 
some women who may have attitudes. You know what I'm saying? Um, I remember for years discussing the attitudes of black women and just putting on a smile. Like, how hard is it? To, how hard is it to smile? And wow, all this time it's been a defense mechanism. I thought you were just really miserable. And then a lot of times that defense me mechanism internalizes into just being miserable. So now you put on the attitude to as a defense mechanism, but now you done got used to having an attitude. And, <laughs> and then everything that the whole domino effect of having an attitude and what that kind of energy you've been giving out has now been coming back to you. And now you just live a miserable life altogether. And it's just all spiraling downhill from a traumatic episode or season that you had however many times ago in your childhood or in your past. You see what I'm saying? Like you see how debilitating this stuff is on a on a metaphysical level, let alone a psychological level. Um but yeah, it's I I liken this, I liken that kind of defense mechanism to as I'm recording this to this day we've just come out of the pandemic out of the covid pandemic and you still to this day where in 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 my sphere of physical lo geographic location um every almost everywhere i go i still see middle-aged black women still wearing masks you know what i'm saying i'm talking about the, we could be in a store or some sort of shopping area or whatever and no one, like you see person after person, no mask, no mask, no mask. Oh, middle-aged black woman, mask. <laughs> it's like, who are you hiding from, sweetie? You know what I'm saying? And then like, it's funny because they'll have the mask on and then I may just look at them up and down and just make eye contact with them and they can't make eye contact with me. You got a mask on, like, I don't even know. I can't tell whether you're ugly or not. You know, I'm just gonna assume you're ugly because you're wearing a mask. But you know, I can't tell whether you're ugly, so I'm not gonna holler at you. Just, just you know, what I'm saying, nod your head and say hi. You know what I'm saying? And they couldn't do that. So it's like, what sort of what sort of comfort zone are you looking for when you use these mechanisms? Um, I worked in education for a time, and they used to tell us about, you know, you'll see a kid wearing the same. Uh, wearing the same shirt or the same jacket or wearing just a, a hot ass jacket in regardless of however many degree weather you know what I'm saying and you, your first instinct is to say yo take your jacket off you ain't hot but psychologically this is this kid's defense mechanism this is their way of feeling safe and and it's 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 kind of bizarre it's kind of it's it's like wacky when you think about it, but then when you when you really break it down and look into it, it's just like, oh, okay, okay. And then you learn how to tiptoe around it. I'm telling you, I've, I've gotten better. I've gotten so much better because it's, it's really like on the surface, it's ridiculous. It really is. It's ridiculous to think that someone would want to purposely make themselves unattractive. You know what I'm saying? But then again, but when you think about it, it's 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 a way of never letting it happen again. You know? Um but but like you gotta get over it. Like like uh, well no you don't. You don't. You can continue to be miserable, you can continue to hide, um, you can continue to wallow in your slop and be uh and, and just be depressed and pathetic and just look unsightly. Uh, when you finally do step outside, just look highly, highly unattractive. And yes, you will succeed in <laughs> diverting men's attention while living your miserable, sad existence. You know what I'm saying? But like, how, how is that optimal? Is that desirable personally to, to, to you for yourself? Forget men's attention. Just looking unsightly and in, 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 uh, um, being depressed and miserable. Is that desirable for you? You know, like, so, so I, I mean, it's, it's, it, something's got to give. Something's got to give. Um, fat women, I don't think this, this is just fat women, but women in general, fat women tend to seek out trauma bonds and echo chambers for comfort. Um, I see this a lot on the internet where women will just like join forces like Voltron on 
like like hating Kevin Samuels or some shit like that or you know I go on Clubhouse and then the women are just doing nothing but whining and complaining whining and complaining and just really talking about nothing and getting and having pointless discussions and arguments and that that go in circles you know for hours for hours and they love it <laughs> I'll leave go do some shit and come back and then they're still sitting there wah 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 Wah, 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 wah. Hate negativity, hate negativity, negativity, hate, negativity, hate. And it's just like, come on. Like, how is, like, what is going to be the fruit thereof? Like, you can't possibly think that putting this much time and energy into this much negativity is not going to, is, is, is going to be so innocent and not going to bear bad fruit in your life. And these are highly intelligent, these are educated, uh, um, well-to-do women, some of them. You know what I'm saying? These are, and they're putting so much of this energy into so much negativity. And it's like, how how do you expect to continue to be successful for as long as you in, intend to be, and, and putting and investing so much of yourself into this negativity? You, it's, it's highly unrealistic to think that, but you can't tell them that though, because they're too busy verbally and psychologically fighting and swinging in every direction. You know what I'm saying? You ever see? You ever, see, you ever go on World Star and see those those little schoolgirls fighting after school? <laughs> That's how these grown ass women look, <laughs> verbally and psychologically, just swinging in every direction. Let go my hair! Let go my hair! Let go my hair! <laughs> um, the emotional connection to food. Ooh. I, like like that's not that's not uh, black women. That's just women. Period. The emotional connection to food. Food is always there for you. <laughs> you had a bad day, eat. Um, he didn't like a particular body part, eat. You know, um, he he uh, he swerved on you. He he he, uh, he ditched your date, eat. Um, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got nobody to you ain't got nobody to talk to, eat. <laughs> like like, food is always there for you. Um, I find myself, even as a guy, I find myself battling a lot. Like, I don't eat a lot. I try, I, I have a, a curfew on my diet. Um, I try to eat, I try not to eat after 7 p.m. But in the middle of the day, I'm just like, yo, I'm bored, what's in the fridge? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll do that sometimes. Or I'll just be like, yo, didn't I buy some snacks? Ooh, let me bust those. I'm like, yo, I'm not even hungry right now. What the fuck am I doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to catch myself sometimes. I can only imagine how it is for women, you know? Um, so, so yeah, yeah, the emotional connection to food, that's another hurdle. I think, with I know for me, with, with me, what I do is, I'm like, okay, how often have I worked, how frequently have I worked out in the past week? You know what I'm saying? How frequently have I gone to the gym? Okay, I haven't. Okay, good. So let me fall back on food for now. I want my my intake of food to be balanced with my physical activity. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I I make sure I eat something at work because I'm at work. But then after that, I'm just like, okay, did I go to the gym today? Did I go to the gym yesterday? Did I work out hard enough to deserve this food? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm only like so. In that case, I'm only gonna eat if I'm really, like, not really hungry, but if I have the slightest semblance of being hungry. And then, I, and then if I'm not all that hungry, I'm not gonna eat all that much food. You know what I mean? It's just, it's that, that mental management. You gotta just perform some mental management. That's just, a, that's how I go about it. But some people, are, it might be a little, it might be a little more challenging. They might have a lot less discipline. I, and I know for a fact, I'm not as disciplined as I should be. But fuck no, I'm not. I'm not as disciplined as I should be. So I can only imagine. Um, the last point I want, the last talking point I got from her um, six the goddesses live on um, her viral clip is um, the correlation of statistical obesity in black women um, aligning with the correlation of statistical occurrences of sexual trauma amongst black women um if black women are the most statistically obese um how is that not correlated to the 
black women being the most statistically sexually traumatized. You know what I mean? Um, and that's a thing. That's a thing. Um, a lot of black people in general in the Western Hemisphere uh, come from very traumatic family cultures. You know what I'm saying? Even if you haven't undergone sexual trauma, just from, you know, moms and dads and uh, grandparents, aunts and uncles and shit like that, like just that hand handed down trauma, the way you think, the way, the shit you do, the shit you refuse to do, the shit you uh, avoid, um, the shit you avoid talking about, you know, this can all perpetuate not just a traumatic experiences, but just a state of living in trauma. You know what I mean? Whereas um, you're not you're not as open-minded to certain things, and so you're more comfortable with negativity than you are with certain certain types of positivity. Because you're taught to be fearful of this and fear of that, and avoid this and feel guilty about this and feel guilty about that. You see what I'm saying? The black church does a lot of that too. Uh, the black church reinforces a lot of that too. You know what I'm saying? That niggified churchianity religion. It, re <clears throat> it reinforces a lot of that too. And if you're offended, that's too bad. But um, it's too coincidental. It's too coincidental for for the for these these statistics to be so at pace with each other. You know what I mean? And then a lot of times, how can you really tell um, whether black women have undergone um, trauma, um, se sexual trauma, you know what I'm saying? If they don't admit it, if they don't, um, but, but then, you know, it's, you know, you can always do a survey. You can always uh, gauge this and gauge that, and, you know, do some sort of experimentation here and there and to, to gauge it. But, but just on the surface, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm pretty sure um, if you yourself haven't haven't experienced some sort of if you're a if you're a, a black woman listening to this if you yourself have not experienced some sort of sexual trauma um just think about how many close friends and family in your sphere of influence have experienced it that alone in and of itself you know what i'm saying it's just hard it's just too hard to deny the prevalence of sexual trauma in the black community amongst black women let alone the commensurate uh, statistic of statistical obesity amongst black women. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, let's let's air it out. Let's talk about it, and let's find. Most importantly, most importantly, let's find a solution. Let's find a solution. All right. Say something. That concludes our show. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. And if you appreciate the show. Go ahead and show it in Cash App at Dollar Sign Prosperity ULLC. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Prosperity ULLC and continue to invest in the brand.